The Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly podcast is powered by Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro and crumblecookies.com. All right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Wednesday. It is July the 19th of 2023. Today is National Hot Dog Day. All right. You know what's cool about hot dogs is no matter what, no matter how many people say, do you know what's in the hot dog? Yeah. There's still times where the hot dog sounds amazing. It does, and it has to be topped just right, but you are right. What's your toppings on your hot dog? Mustard, ketchup, relish. Okay, same. Just a little bit. I mean, I'm not going to like load it, but... If you only had one topping, which one? Mustard. Yeah, me too. So, today's also International Retainer Day. Oh, gosh. The times I've lost my retainer and that Kurt lost his retainer. Do you remember that time you were telling me the story about the time your retainer got stuck to your boyfriend's retainer and y'all were stuck for like three days? No, I don't remember telling you that. Typically, that happens with braces, Brandon. Right. I don't know how you did it with a retainer, but it's pretty remarkable. I had a retainer. I went uh, to the dentist once uh, my whole life (laughs) as a kid. I think I went once. Came back with a retainer. Literally within, I think, 24 hours, the retainer was broken. And my mom was like, nope, sorry. You ruined it. Yep. So... I've paid for that ever since. Uh, today is also National Global Hug Your Kids Day. Okay. So, hug your kids, man. It's important. It is. A Love lot of us don't hug them enough. See, that's one area. I might be not the best father all the time, but like my kid is going to know he's loved. Yeah. I still might make mistakes and stuff like that, but he's going to know he's loved. I tell him every morning, every day, every night, every single time. Yeah, I get so, it. Even if he's not going to be at home. Hey, buddy, I love you. Because mm-hmm. that's what I do. <clears throat> it's just what I do. Brandon Baxter in the morning. There's a poll out on morning routines. Okay. And I thought what I did was like regular for everybody. Okay. But evidently, I am, I don't know, like hyper awesome or something like that. Hyper clean. Tell me, tell me what you're, tell me what it is. Well, one of the questions they were polling these people, they talked to 50,000 people, right? Okay. And they said, how often do you shower or bathe? 59% said every day. 28% said a few times a week. And 12% says it kind of just depends. I feel clean. That's weird to me. Mm -hmm. If only 59% bathe every day, that means four out of 10 people don't. Which explains why when you get on an elevator or for you're in a small space that you normally smell something that's not pleasant. That's unfortunate. It really is. I was talking to somebody the other day and I'm, I wasn't sure if it was them or if it was someone else, but I was pretty sure their clothes were dirty and mildewed. Mm. And you can't get it out of your head. It doesn't matter what they're saying. All you're thinking about is, is that you that smells? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so was it? Leave me alone. <laughs> Uh, They were asking people how often you brush your teeth. 64% of people said twice a day. 30% said once a day. And 5% said when I remember. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. When I remember. Are you twice a day? Yeah. I really do try to be. Yeah, sometimes you fall asleep, right? Yeah. I normally do three times a day Mm because I nap, so I wake up and I do my, my teeth after my nap, too. Uh, How often do you eat breakfast? 43% say they eat breakfast or at least a snack every single day. 
Mm-mm. And see, that's where we're really bad. Yeah, I know. Because we wake up at like 3.30 in the morning, and typically we don't have a bite of food until probably, what, lunch? Yeah. Because it, it's I don't want to eat yet. I don't no, know. It's weird. I don't have the energy for that. And they say, how often do you make your bed? 42% of people say they make their bed every single day. 49% say very rarely or never. I would say twice a week for me. Really? Mm-hmm. Like if somebody's coming over? Maybe. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Like if my bed is made and it looks really pretty when it's made, but if it's made when I get home, like after work, you're like, son of a gun. I got to, I got to unmake the bed. Yeah. I got to take down 500 pillows. <laughs> yes. To me, it's, and I know it looks better when it's made. And some people are like, Hey, make your bed every single morning when you get up. But I think we, with our sleep pattern, that's just, it's, it's not really right. possible. Mm-hmm. I guess it's possible. It's not practical. Anyway, I think the most practical thing we can take out of this and the things that we should learn, if you're one of the people who doesn't shower or brush your teeth on a daily basis, yeah, maybe you want to work on it. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. Good morning, Arkansas. It's time to celebrate. It's time for an Arkansas's morning show. High five. High five. Hey, a big high five goes out today to Nathan Montanans. So he's from New Jersey and he has family, right? His wife and two kids and he's busy at work and his wife wanted to take the kids to Disney World for a vacation. And Nathan was like, I just can't make it. Work is busy. But if you guys want to go, you're more than welcome to go. So his wife, Jill, she booked this trip for her and her two kids to go from Jersey to Orlando. They get to the airport. Nathan drops them off, goes back home. The wife calls and says, you're never going to believe this. Our flight has been canceled at the last minute. And they're not going to go ahead and try to move the time. Mm-hmm. It's just done. So Nathan had to leave work and go back to the airport to pick up his family. So he picks him up, gets in the car, and he says, are you guys ready? And they said, oh, my guess. They thought they were going home. Nathan put the song on the road again on the radio. And started driving Uh from New Jersey all the way to Orlando. Kelly, 17 hours straight through, a thousand miles. He got his family to Disney, dropped them off, hit the road, and went all the way back home. Sweet. His wife says that pretty much nobody else on the planet would do that, but that tells you what a great husband he is, which I think is really sweet. So here's to you, Nathan Montanez. It's an Arkansas's morning show. High five. High five. And today's high five is powered by Right Fiber from Ritter Communications. It's the right speed at the right price right now. And you can check the availability in your area when you go to rightfiber.com. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Doing it big on a Wednesday morning. It is July the 19th. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. This is Country Music News on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. So it's a big night on ABC tonight because country takes center stage in prime time mm-hmm. on ABC. It's CMA Fest, the three-hour TV special. This is the deal that was shot around CMA Fest in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Kelly was there for part of it. Yes. Uh, it's a big night featuring performances from, let me give you the list, Alabama, Jason Aldean, Dirk Bentley, 
Luke Bryan, Eric Church, Luke Combs, Dan and Shay, Jordan Davis, Hardy, Tyler Hubbard, Jelly Roll, Cody Johnson, Miranda Lambert, Little Big Town, Ashley McBride, Reba, Tim McGraw, Old Dominion, John Party, Carly Pierce, Darius Rucker, uh, Keith Urban, Laney Wilson, plus some collaborations. Like we have one collaboration that's Vince Gill and Luke Combs doing this. You have Cody Johnson bringing out Reba for this. Tanya Tucker's on stage. Out comes Lainey Wilson and L. King for this. And to me, the one I was most impressed with, Miranda Lambert brought out Avril Lavigne. They did that song. You can see it tonight. It's CMA Fest, the TV special, 7 o'clock on ABC. We have country music news today on Jelly Roll. So Jelly and his wife, podcaster and internet personality Bunny are making plans to renew their wedding vows. And Bunny shared the news on her Instagram story slide, kind of explaining some of the details about the look she's planning for the ceremony. Bunny Bunny says, quote, Jay and I are doing vow renewals renewals this year, and I'm going to wear a real wedding dress since I didn't the first time we got married in that little chapel in Vegas. I'm having the hardest time finding an all nude colored wedding dress. So she goes on to ask help from fans who might be a little bit more up on bridal fashion than she is. But if you want to give her advice on socials, she seems to respond to everyone. Just search Bunny XO. You should reach out to her about uh, the nudes, the nude wedding dresses and stuff yeah, like that. I've had a, yeah, I've had some experience with wedding dresses. I could probably help her out a little bit. Or tell her to not <laughs> no, do it. No, no they're already huh? married. And we have country music news today on Toby Keith. I should have been a cowboy. Come on, Toby. He's back out, man, making rides. He did the thing in the backseat mm-hmm. of a of a car, an Uber or whatever. Yes. He showed up at an Old Dominion show. And now we know that Toby Keith is going to receive the Country Icon Award at the People's Choice Country Awards. Uh, those are going to be happening at the Grand Ole Opry on September the 28th. They're going to air on ABC. So congratulations to Toby Keith. How do you like me now? Come on, Toby. How do you like me now? He is the country icon at the People's Choice Country Awards. Again, it's the Grand Ole Opry, September the 28th on NBC. And that's your country music news on Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so I think it's pretty obvious at this point that Kelly and I both love crumble cookies. I love to walk in there. I love to see all the different mm. cookies that are made. I love to smell the cookies yes. when I walk in. I love to take that warm box out to my truck and you know eat a cookie out there before I get it home. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of great cookies available this week at Crumble Cookies. They're in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. On the menu this week, cookie dough, no spoon required, a brown sugar cookie topped with cookie dough buttercream and chunks of delicious cookie dough pieces. They also have the churro this week. It's a tender cookie that's bursting with the cinnamon flavor from the swirl of smooth cinnamon buttercream to the dusting Mm. of cinnamon sugar on top. How about the blueberry cheesecake, a rich, delectable treat made with buttery graham crackers, creamy cheesecake frosting, and fresh blueberry topping. And if you love that fruity cereal, think about the milk glaze featuring fruity 
pebbles. This is a soft milk flavored sugar cookie that they brush with a milky glaze and top with bright fruity pebble cereal. Also on the menu this week, Rocky Road, a chocolate cookie stuffed with marshmallow filling, then covered in semi-sweet chocolate chips and almonds. And then of course the classic cookie, the milk chocolate chip. It's thick, it's soft, and it's packed with tons and tons and tons of those milk chocolate chips. Check out Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. You can always download the Crumble Cookies app or check them out online at crumblecookies.com. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. It's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Arkansas's Morning Show. Did you know the Olympic Games used to hand out medals for arts and humanities? At the time, 151 medals were awarded for architecture, literature, painting, music, and sculpture. Oh, wow. It's changed a little bit. I've never heard that. Did you know cowboys in history didn't wear cowboy hats in real life, as often shown in movies? Cowboy icons like Wyatt Earp and Billy the Kid wore bowler hats. <laughs> what is a bowler hat? I think hat? it's one of those little... Um, I'd have to I have to show you. I don't know how to describe it, but maybe it's smaller at the at the little bill. Okay. It kind of goes around the head, those smaller little hats. Oh, yeah, probably really good-looking hats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and did you know Drake wrote in his high school yearbook that he wanted to be a, quote, break dancer and singer? <laughs> he also revealed that his favorite expression in high school was bling bling. Come on now. Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? Say you never, ever leave from beside me. Because I want you. This song was so big, and people were getting hit by cars. I know. Oh, I forgot about that. And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So I'm looking for my new friend. Um, Sometimes people describe me as a little bit difficult to get to know. Huh. I've been told I have a wall up. That's weird. But I have a new friend I wanted to tell you about. The weird thing is I haven't met the friend, and I'm not exactly sure the person's name okay. yet, mm-hmm. but there's a story out that somebody won $2 million bucks from the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery in Powerball. Y'all, sometimes it's so hard for Brandon to make friends. Uh, this fool will try to make friends with people who win money. Yeah, but if you need somebody who can be a big supporter of your <laughs> philanthropic oh, projects okay. and stuff, what does that mean? And your big words. Yeah, see, because that's what I do. I give big words on the radio. I, I educate people on the radio. Yeah, and definitely. Somebody went by the Jordan's Quick Stop on Co-op Drive in Bono, and they bought a Powerball ticket. Now, they didn't win $900 million, but somebody did win $2 million. And we're talking about somebody who was right down the road from us who stopped into the Jordan's Quick Stop and won. Okay, is there a name out yet? No, so so far there's no name. Nobody, at least it hasn't been made public. If you're listening to us right now, don't make yourself public. Yeah, keep it private. Just let me and Kelly know and we'll help you That's spend not the money. That's what I was going to say. I was just going to say, I think when people win money, you've got some family that come out of the woodworks. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, your aunt's second cousin from the other side of the family and all of a sudden they're, yeah. Remember that tattoo you have on your back that says family are pests? I believe that at this point because money changes everybody. That's dumb. <laughs> no, yeah, but you're like, right though, it does. I, I think the whole deal in this situation is is you know I've been on the radio for a long time and I did wrestling for a long time and I've done a lot of good and raised a lot of money and supported and a lot of so events. And you're so humble, and I'm very humble uh-huh. about it. And I'm just thinking a little bit of cash, a little bit of jingle in my jangle would be fine if you won the two million dollars. But we just said the other day. You know, we talked about how we want to win money and we want to win the lottery and stuff like that. <clears throat> and we said we got to go buy a ticket. And yet neither of us went and bought the ticket. And somebody literally right down the road won two million bucks. I know. 
So it should show us. We should learn from it. Yeah, this person didn't think they were going to win either. I know, but we're, like, we're not going to win. Why should I go buy a ticket? Oh man! But so I was looking at the Powerball website because Powerballs tonight. So like, there was no big Powerball jackpot winner, but there were three different tickets around the country that won two million bucks: Georgia, Texas, and Bono, Arkansas. Right, the so, South. If you're that person, we'll keep it quiet if you want to let us know and we can help you spend some cash or at least pay off my house or something like that. Oh, I'm sure they will jump right on that. (laughs) (laughs) The jackpot for tonight's drawing, in case you haven't purchased a ticket, is $1 billion. It's one of like, what is it, top three of the biggest ones ever? Mm -hmm. $1 billion tonight with Powerball from the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So the tricky thing about doing dangerous stunts in your car is that you're attracting attention to yourself, but this guy seemed to be looking for attention. A 19-year-old in Georgia named James Brown, no relation to the singer, was just arrested for doing donuts right in front of the police department headquarters. He was charged with reckless driving, and this seems to be a pattern for him because he has two other incidents of reckless driving on his record. Well, this makes me think of the time I got in trouble in high school for doing donuts in the church parking lot in my dad's 66 Mustang. I was grounded for two weeks. Oh, gosh. Well, speaking of being charged with reckless driving, a man was driving on the highway when suddenly he had to swerve to avoid a box falling off of the truck in front of him. Oh, my gosh. Seconds later, a police officer pulled him over for reckless driving. As the officer was writing him a ticket, the driver noticed that the box he had avoided had been full of nails and tacks. Oh, wow. And he said, officer, I had to swerve. I would have run over and blown my tires. Okay, the officer replied. He ripped up the ticket, but I'm still bringing you in. What for? Said the man. Tax evasion. Oh. Get it? He had to swerve from the tax. Yeah, I got it. And there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry. I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday to you. Oh, happy yeah. birthday, happy birthday. Boy. Happy birthday to you. For us. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Wednesday, July the 19th of 2023. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to a friend of the show, Anna Olson, who turns seven years old today. Happy birthday, Anna. So welcome to seven from your dad and Keaton. And your dad said, let's have a great day, another fun year, and much love from the family. So happy birthday to Anna, who turns seven today. We had the chance to hang out with Anna at the Red, White, and Blue Color Run. Yeah, I think her and her brother like dumped some color on you, didn't yeah, they? they were having a bunch of fun. So happy birthday to Anna Olson, who celebrates today. Also celebrating today, another friend of the show, Piper Stallings. Aww. She's turning 21 coming up uh, today, which is a big deal. We watched her grow up. No, we did. I talked to her the other day. I was at an event at Local Tire and Wheel, and uh, she called her dad. And I talked to her about her time at Miss Arkansas. Yeah. Piper Stallings, 21 years old today. Golly, Abby Tittle. Goodness. Jonesboro celebrating. Literally, I think I was there the day she was born. Yeah. So happy birthday, birthday, Abby. Uh, Mark Jenkins is celebrating today. Uh, Kaylee Casey has a birthday. Andrea Tagmeyer from Wynn is celebrating. What about Stan Morris of Jonesboro? NEA Report. Happy birthday. Stan celebrates his birthday today, so happy birthday. Uh, Mike Painter of Jonesboro. Mindy Smith 
of Craighead Electric has a birthday today. Gina Johnson in Little Rock is celebrating. And Jeremy Duckworth of Paragould has a birthday today as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Happy birthday to John Bon John, John Bon Jovi. John Bones Jones. He is 36 today, UFC fighter and former light heavyweight champ. I've actually had the chance to meet him before he made some really bad decisions in life. Yeah, but man, as far as like yeah. just fighters, mm-hmm. he is one of the all-time greats. Yeah, he is. So happy birthday to John Jones. Happy birthday to Jared Padalecki. He's 41. That's Cordell Walker on Walker and Sam on Supernatural. Benedict Cumberbatch is, 50, uh, is 47. That's Doctor Strange in the Marvel Universe. See, I wish my name was Benedict. Do you? Don't you think that'd I'm be sure good? I'm sure we could do Arkansas's morning show with Benedict and Kelly in the morning. Benedict. Sure. Do I look like a Benedict? No. Oh. Sorry. No Benedict. Benedict seems like a smart name. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that very much. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday today to Nancy Carell. She's 57. This is Steve Carell's wife. She was Michael's girlfriend, Carol, on The Office. Yeah. Anthony Edwards is 61. He was a White House chief uh, chief of staff, Mars Harper, on Designated Survivor. Uh, but to me and to most fans, he's always going to be remembered for Top Gun and uh, being Maverick's sidekick. There you go. Come on, Duck. It's Goose. I ain't playing that game with you today. I'm tired. Brandon. Happy birthday to Anthony Edwards, who celebrates today. And happy birthday today to Brian May. He's 76, the lead guitarist for Queen. How about this one? Another one bites the dust. And another one bites the dust. Kelly's favorite Queen song. You know it. Come on. Happy birthday to Brian May, who celebrates today. My friends, what about? Happy birthday goes out to my good friend Brian May of Mm. Queen, who turns 76 today. Happy birthday, Brian. Hope you have a good one. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So I was going back through looking at some of the responses to Barbie the movie. Yes. And I was kind of weirded out by the fact that so many people didn't understand my reason for wanting to go. Yeah. I love cinema. I'm a very big fan of cinema. That's a lie. You know it. No, I love movies. No, well done you movies. don't love movies. Well, see, my wife's never let me watch a Margot Robbie movie yet. Uh-huh. So I thought maybe if I said, hey, I'm going to go to the Barbie movie. Uh, because like Will Ferrell's in there, Ryan Gosling's in there, John Cena has an appearance in there. Yeah, if you haven't heard about this movie, it is supposed to be a movie for everyone. So it's, I know it's a Barbie movie and I, girls play with Barbies, all that kind of stuff, but it is supposed to be funny yeah. for um, young people, teenagers, young adults, men so and women. If I thought it was just a kid movie, right? Like it's a cartoon movie just for kids, I wouldn't go to it by myself. Right. Like the thing is, is all the critics who went to the premiere said this movie's really, really good. Yeah. So I like to take the advice of critics and go to a lot of movies. Okay. Maybe you should start going to a few movies and then you could say that you go to a lot of movies. I've been to a lot of movies in my life. Uh-huh. So I was going through the responses on my socials, right? And one of the ones that jumped out at me was Ryan Vaughn. <laughs> who is the chief meteorologist of Region 8 News, right? Mm-hmm. So I see what Ryan says, and he says, I was in Las Vegas for meetings for like 
uh, 27 hours a few years ago, and it was the first night that Britney Spears had her concert there. I asked my wife if it would be weird if I went alone, (laughs) and she said yes. Ryan goes on to say, going alone to the Barbie movie would be extremely weird, BB. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris Pierce says, it's weird that people think it's cool. Uh, Jason Stevens says, do it. I went to see Mama Mia in Las Vegas alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lewis Osborne says, I find it weird that anybody would want to go to it, period. <laughs> uh, yeah, most people don't really understand this. Mm-hmm. Debbie Mae Anderson, weird, yes. But who has the right to tell anyone what they should do or not do? I know I'm being serious here, but it's true. So good job there. Yeah. Yeah. Don Moody had great advice. She said I should buy a ticket and stand around in the lobby like I'm waiting for somebody. And then when they don't show up, I could even fake a call and like I got no showed and stood up and just walk on in. I think, you know what? That's a great idea. I think that's that's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Jim Jones, very, very weird. Gary <laughs> Exelby, very, very weird. <laughs> James Lynch, Brandon, you ain't fooling no one. We all know it's you. You're the friend. <laughs> I meant I was doing that for my friend. Yeah. Mm. It wasn't. It wasn't about you me. You forgot was, that you got a text. Well, you said email also from your friend, and y'all. Yes, it is him. Mm, that's that's embarrassing. Son of a gun. <laughs> that slipped and I, I forgot. It was You're really friend. upset about this. Yeah, I'm upset about it. What did you get on yours? So let's see. Richard Nichols says, yeah, that's weird. But do you ever really want to be normal? That yeah. sounds quite boring. Exactly, Richard. Eric Terman tells you to wear your rainbow shirt and your pink Crocs. Oh, Terman. Good Buck God. Willie says, it's weird. Preston says, is your name Ken? <laughs> Dude, I'd be a great kin, the bald kin. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Lindsay Smith says, I think you should go and be sure to wear pink. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Becca McKelvey says, I think he may be suspected as a perv there to pick up kids. Okay, Becca. Okay, I've heard enough. <laughs> Evidently, you guys think it's weird if I go alone, so I'm looking for somebody to go with. If y'all like to mess with him or even put a fun little meme <laughs> or, or saying or whatever, you can find it on both of our social medias. It's Brandon Baxter in the morning on Facebook, or you can search and find me on Facebook, Kelly Brook Perry. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. So we're joined this morning by the man who is more mid than Margot Robbie. (laughs) He's the one that makes you feel. All right. He's the one they call. Feel good. He's going to be your Frankenstein. Dr. Shane's Bites. Dr. Shane's Bites. Dr. He is the dean of the NYIT College of Osteopathic Medicine at Arkansas State University. He is Dr. Feelgood, Dr. Shane Spites. Hey, Doc, what's happening, man? Oh, not a lot. You know, uh, you, you brought up, you know, Margo. You know, I got, you know, I, I kind of had to pass on the, the whole Ken part. Do you oh, that? Did you turn that down? I, I had too much going on. Yeah, um, yeah. That, but they were supposed to—they were supposed to give you a call, Brandon. Oh, did yeah. they not call you? No, I guess I missed that call. Yeah, I don't think. Uh-huh. Yeah, they were going to have to use a special kind of shoe for him. So, <laughs> okay. Ow. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you. <laughs> hey, did you see? And this is kind of crazy. We talked about this on the show yesterday. That some people on Twitter are trying to say that Margot Robbie is quote mid, meaning. Average. Like the girl next door, but plain Jane. 
Really? No, I did not see that. I missed that one. I, I really, I knew. I was, I knew she was, knew she was playing Barbie. Yeah. I didn't know that there's this trending thing about her being average. average. Is that what you're saying? Mid is yeah. the term. Mid. 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 Huh. Yeah, is there something you can prescribe for the men out there who believe she's only mid? Because there's something wrong with those people. <laughs> yeah, so typically, what we do is we refer you to get your eyes checked. Right, so exactly. Exactly. Optometry or ophthalmology and say, yeah, we're going to need to get you for glasses. <laughs> hey, we talked about this too. Is it weird if I have a friend who's kind of my age with a wife and a teenager? Would it be weird for him to go to the Barbie movie by himself? So you're just asking for a friend? Yes, Shane, for a friend. It it might be awkward because uh, my guess is, and I may be wrong, um, that the, the audience is going to be slightly different than just a middle-aged male by himself in right. theater. That's, you know, that's kind of what we were thinking, but... No, I was thinking it's fine, but evidently some people are too judgmental for my friend. <laughs> oh. I don't get well, it. Well, yeah. Well, all right. Okay. Good luck to your friend. Hey, uh, this is kind of a funny one. Uh, Shane loves the fact that he gave me his number because now I can text him about random stuff. So my wife loves that fact. Yeah, love that. (laughs) (laughs) My wife decided she wants to cut back on caffeine and really sugary drinks and stuff like that. And a friend of hers uh, told her about a a coffee, like a version of coffee. But this coffee did not involve um, coffee beans. It involved mushrooms. So my wife ordered a $50 bag of mushrooms to drink his coffee. Leslie's doing shrooms? (laughs) So I sent Shane a text, and I'm like, hey, man, what do you think about this? And a couple of other products, because Leslie's like, well, if I'm not going to have caffeine, I need to try this, or I'm going to drink mushrooms, or I'm going to drink this sparkly thing, or all these different things. So my text to Shane was, hey, what do you think about all of this stuff? And I guess you were trying to be really, really nice, weren't you? (laughs) Well, I mean, truthfully, there's um, that's a whole. You open up a whole Pandora's box Uh for asking these questions, and there's just there's a lot of information about a lot of this stuff out there, and it's kind of hard sometimes to teach through it all. Yeah, so I think what you asked me, you said, have you already purchased the $50 bag of mushroom coffee? And I said, yes. And at that point, Shane stopped everything and he said, well, let me know how it goes. Because <laughs> he knew I already spent the money. Oh, man. So, so like legitimately, there's people out there who are always reaching for something, right? And, and I get this too, because I've gone through, you know, all the different weight loss stuff and I've tried different diets and I've tried different uh, shakes and all the different stuff. We're always looking for an easy way to get the end result. You know, we spend all this time either gaining weight or, or, you know, drinking too much caffeine or whatever, but we want to quit it all or we want to change it all. We want to lose the weight instantly. Is it is it are there really products out there that make it that easy or is this something that just takes time? Because I'm afraid my wife falls for every marketing thing that says, Hey, you're gonna lose weight and all that just because there's a couple of reviews that say it's okay. So you hit the nail on the head in terms of what what most people want. And and <clears throat> Leslie's no different than everybody else out there. Because losing weight is hard. Mm-hmm. It is hard. And it's 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 not easy. It takes it I mean to really lose true weight and keep it off. It takes a long-term commitment. Um, it's not fun. I mean, you know, it's, it's just nothing. And so if there's a pill or a drink or a quick fix, 
Um, everybody's looking for that. They really are. Everybody is, and I don't. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them at all because I mean, if it was, if it was that easy, you know, that then we'd have it out. We'd have have it out there already. But there, and there's a lot of products out there um, around weight loss. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, what happens is when you embark upon one of these, whether it's a, you know, whether it's a supplement or whether it's a pill or a potion or whatever it is, you're going to lose some weight. And you're going to lose weight in the first few weeks. And the weight, how much you lose may be variable. Maybe you lose a few pounds. Maybe you lose 10 or 15 pounds. Mm-hmm. It's going to be transient weight loss. Now, there are things that happen when you embark upon, when you say, hey, look, I'm going to lose weight, and I pick product A or whatever it is, or you know, whatever it is you pull off the shelf, whatever it is that you subscribe to. The reason why is because, and just bear with me on this, there's a lot of psychology behind this. Mm-hmm. You've mentally decided you want to try to lose weight. And so whether you're taking uh, uh, some sort of liquid or some sort of pill or some sort of, you know, tea or whatever it is, whether you know it or not, you're subconsciously looking at things that you take into your body Mm. versus when you're not trying to lose weight and just eating whatever and doing whatever you want. So just the mere fact that in your mind you've said, I want to lose weight, most people will lose weight just by that alone. So just by the fact that in your mind you said, I want to do better, I want to lose weight, you're probably, you know, you may not eat as much for dinner. You may not, you may knock a couple of, of sodas off that, you know, maybe you drank three or four sodas a day. Maybe you're down to one. Those things in and of itself will lose weight. So you will lose weight just by the mere fact that in your mind you want to lose weight, regardless of the, like I said, the pill, potion, or drink, or whatever it is that you pull off the shelf or that you order online. Regardless of that, you're probably still going to lose weight. The key is is being able to maintain that long term weight loss, and you know what you brought up with Leslie when you talked about the the teas. Um, most of that stuff doesn't have um, long term evidence behind it to say, yeah, absolutely. If you'll drink X amount of this of this kind of tea twice a day, it's associated with weight loss. Right. There absolutely is evidence when we talk about um, reduction of like soft drinks and high fructose corn syrup, which all most all your soft drinks have. Mm. I'm, Big proponent of if you're going to drink a soft drink, find one with cane sugar in it. Uh, but high fructose corn syrup, man, that just that, that's a big deal in terms of obesity and also um, diabetes. Mm. And so really trying to get people off of that. But just watching your calories and you know maybe you decide that you're going to walk a little more. Those things in and of themselves, you'll lose weight in the first few weeks. You're not going to lose usually that that massive amount of weight that most people want to. So she also brought up, and I guess the first thing I texted you about was before she decided to buy the mushrooms, she was looking at a cleanse. And she's like, hey, ask Shane what he thinks about this cleanse. Uh, and I said, like, it's a whole $200 kit, and there's all these different shakes and grains and probes and all the different stuff that they add. And your basic thought on the cleanse was, was pretty entertaining, right? Yeah, I'm, um, I think if I remember, I'll have to remember what we talked about, but I said it's um, – if if you have this desire to have diarrhea for like you know a day or two, ab- absolutely sign up for a plan. I do want to caution people too. There is a I don't think there's anybody around here that does it. There was a thing I read an article just recently about this. Um, I guess there was a medical spa or someplace that was doing these, and they they were like putting like it was a tube up the uh-uh. the bottom. Uh-uh. And, yeah. Well, and what happened was, um, of course, that's not a medically approved procedure. Um, it blew the colon out. So then the individual, uh, yeah, so as you, you'd imagine if you blow your colon out into your, the inside of your belly, then all the oh. contents 
then you get infected, then you end up in the ICU, then you end up with uh, colon surgery, and you end up with a bag on the side of your your belly that has to be changed out multiple times a day. So not an advocate of that either. Yeah, but we want to trust in these people. It's the same way I was telling her, hey, you know, these people, hey, they're losing weight. A lot of that stuff hasn't been FDA approved. So you would think that we would think if we're going into a a spa or a place that does something like that, that we can trust them because why would they be doing it if we couldn't trust them? But it really comes down to doing the research, right? It really does because it's real. This is really a a buyer beware kind of world um, out there because um, the marketing is good. Um, they, and they'll even say some of them, hey, look, you know, the FDA has given us approval. Well, you got to know the FDA has multiple levels of approval. Okay. And so the, the, the approval that the FDA gives for, you know, a prescription antibiotic versus a vitamin, and if it falls into the vitamin or supplement category, that's like a, that's a basic just kind of a, yeah, doesn't look like it's going to kill anybody um, overview. Mm-hmm. So the FDA does for that one. So they don't really look for efficacy or, you know, is this really going to make a make a difference in terms of somebody's the outcome of somebody's life or something like that? They, you know, there a lot more scrutiny is involved with like prescription mm-hmm. medical grade um, type procedures and medications. Wow, Dr. Shane Spites joins us this morning again. He's the dean of the NYIT College of Osteopathic Medicine in Arkansas State. Hey, hit me with something else. What else do you have that you're researching? You know, there was a really interesting article I came across, and I wanted to share this with you guys. Um, and it's the longest ongoing study to date on happiness. Ooh, okay, cool. And yeah. the, so the and it was started in 1938 is when it was started. Started in Boston, 1938, wow. and followed 2,000 people over three generations. Mm-hmm. So it followed like children, parents, grandparents, um, and and now it's you know it's in the, the so it's following these multiple generations. Looked at over 2,000 people. Uh, throughout this 85-year period. And basically what it was looking at was what makes people happy. And in terms of, so this is like, this is like real, and as opposed to just, you know, hey, you know, what makes you feel happy? You know, if you're happy, you know, blah, 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 whatever it is. (laughs) This was like true information and true data that they were following um, over this 85-year period. And it was really interesting as they went through and followed all this. And obviously they followed throughout the course of their life, throughout, you know, good times and bad times and people that were success, successful in business and, and things like that. And the big things were that there was, there were lots of takeaways on this, but the biggest takeaway in terms of the two major factors in common throughout the 85 years was your happiness was related to your health and your relationships. Yeah. So taking, taking care of your health and in terms of being healthy and building loving relationships with other other individuals, so your connections with other people. And as you read more into the article, and I won't go too deep into it, but it talked about how individuals that that maintained their health, well, and this is no surprise, they could do more. Yeah. They could do more. They could go places. They could do things. They were um, they had more energy. Um, they just you know they felt better. They didn't. You know, obviously there was lower risks of, of, of things that you know you worry about like heart disease, cancer, and diabetes. And when I say health, these are people that, you know, had regular exercise and had good diet. Right. Um, on the loving relationships, it was their connections with individuals. It was their connections with their family, with their close friends. And so, and it's interesting because this is not the first time I've heard this. There are, we've talked about these before, there are these areas in the world called blue zones. 
and they're areas where we study people who are living into their 80s, 90s, and early 100s. Um, and we say, well, what is it that's going on with these communities? And these are two things that are, that are part of those communities as well. Individuals that are staying active, that, that are leading healthy lives, lifestyles, but that have close relationships with family and friends. Um, and so this is, I thought that was really great mm-hmm. information I want to pass on to you guys. And I mean, none of it, you know, they talked about, you know, what about people that had a lot of money? What about people that had this or that? You know, and obviously there's, you know, people that, with financial security, but you don't have to be a millionaire to have financial security. These are people that, you know, that also just, you know, put away for, for retirement or had some sort of retirement plan at their job. But I, I thought that was very interesting data is when we think about, you know, what is it that really makes us happy over the course of our life? It's all about the health and relationships right there. Hey, we appreciate the relationship with you. He is the dean of the NYIT College of Osteopathic Medicine at Arkansas State University. Dr. Feelgood, Dr. Shane Spites on the K-Fine Breakfast Club, powered by Families, Inc. Guys, I appreciate you. Have a great week. Thanks so much. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Families, Inc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. So we're joined this morning by Tammy Dunnigan from St. Bernard's Healthcare. They're talking about a whole bunch of free wellness screenings that are happening on Friday. And Tammy, I understand you're kind of in charge of everything at St. Bernard's these days. Uh, just a screening. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is a really big deal. Kelly and I were talking a few minutes ago about how when we were kids and in school, they would screen us for all these different things. And then as we get older, if we're not in school, it's not necessarily right there in front of us. We need to make appointments. But St. Bernard's wants to step out front and say, hey, y'all come get this stuff figured out. And if you need help, you can be there for help. Yes, that's what we do. So Friday, St. Bernard's Auditorium. Tell us what you guys are going to be screening for. Uh, we are one of the big things from eight to ten only is the OFSC, and they're doing hearing screenings. And so, you know, as we age, we all need that for sure. Oh, goodness. Uh, we're going to be doing blood pressure, heart weight, BMI, just the normal screenings, anemia, glucose, um, the average blood sugar, which is can be you know indicating a problem with diabetes, lipid panel. That's the whole shebang. The HDL, yeah. LDL total, and colon cancer screening. There'll be probably approximately about 15 other vendors there that'll be offering services, free information on services, um, different things like that. I think it's so important. Yeah, no, it's a big deal for us because as people, a lot of us make excuses on why we don't have time or our insurance isn't going to cover this or whatever. And you guys are basically saying, hey, we're taking your excuses away. You come Mm -hmm. by here and see where you stand at this point. That's correct. So if people want to come by for the screenings, what do they need to know about Friday? No appointments needed. It's walk-in. Usually they go through uh, just the health screening portion. You can allow probably 15 to 30 minutes total to complete all of it. Um, Then the other booths are walked through, you know, at your leisure. It's 7 to 10 at St. Bernard's Auditorium, and that's 505 East Washington, no appointments needed. It is important if you want to get that accurate glucose and lipid panel to not eat for 12 hours. Okay. Um, water is okay. You can have water. You can have plain black coffee. Like the cholesterol thing. I remember I had my blood work done, I guess it was a couple of years ago, <clears throat> and one of my cholesterol readings was a little bit high. But that's important for us to know. So if there is something that's a little bit off, we can kind of get the jump start on fixing it, right? Yes. You can take these results to your physician and um, you know, let him look them over and, and decide from there what you know might be necessary. 
Uh, we also provide a lot of education on site. So if you have a concern, you can go to that table and, and talk to the nurse about that. Tammy, why is it that St. Bernard's does so many events that are basically like this is a free event that you're giving back to people and you're having people out there who are getting paid to be there and all that different stuff. Why do you guys do so much community um, action like this? Well, it's our mission for number one. We want to help people. Um, we don't care if you have insurance. We're not going to ask about that um, or not. Just, you know, come. And prevention and awareness is the key to prevent the major events that you don't want to be a part of. <laughs> And again, it happens on Friday at the St. Bernard's Auditorium from 7 until 10. Don't forget, though, the hearing screening is only going on from 8 until 10. Again, it's the free community wellness screenings with St. Bernard's Healthcare. And Tammy Dunnigan joins us on the phone this morning. Hey, you can find out more at stbernards.info. And Tammy, just so you know, Kelly was talking about you a few minutes ago. And she said her time at St. Bernard's was much more enjoyable because of you. Oh, well, I feel the same way about her. We had we had some good times. That's so. very true. Very true. Yeah. Hey, we hope you have a great day and good luck on Friday, Tammy. Okay. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. We're joined this morning by Anna Page Umhafer from the NEA Baptist Center for Good Grief. Anna Page, what's happening this morning? Good morning. Oh, man. Uh, it's a good morning, and we're glad to be on the show with you all just to talk a little bit about some upcoming groups that we're going to have at the center. Hey, so first of all, I think I deserve a little bit of credit for getting your last name right. Yes, you do. You do. I was just uh, mentioning that my dad still gets it wrong, and I've been raising <laughs> my son for five years now. <laughs> so how does your dad say it? He says it, Umhofer. Umhofer. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. And that's how I would have probably said it if I didn't know any better, but yes. it's Um Hafer. Um Hafer, very German. All right, so uh, let's talk to the young German lady about the <laughs> NEA Baptist Center for Good Grief. Um, I guess you've been a part of this with the NEA Baptist Charitable Foundation really since it started, right? I have, yes. We opened our doors in 2017, and I started as um, one of our therapists here at the center, and then I've been the clinical manager for over two years now. So for people who don't know what this is, they hear it's a Center for Good Grief. Mm -hmm. What does that mean to the people of Northeast Arkansas? Yes, I think that name tricks people sometimes because you think what can be good about grief. And um, so the Center for Good Grief is a free grief counseling program through the um, Charitable Foundation of the Baptist Hospital here in town. Um, And we, uh, our therapists, are trained to companion and walk beside those who have experienced the death of a loved one. And um, so we have individual counseling, we have group counseling, and we have seminars and webinars that we also do. We offer virtual and in-person counseling. So we just try our best to meet the needs of those in our community who are grieving um, someone they love. And at this point, we've served over a thousand individuals in this area alone. And, And so we're just thankful for all the donors and everyone who's made that possible for us. Yeah, so this is a part, one of the programs of the NEA Baptist Charitable Foundation. And again, mm-hmm. it's the NEA Baptist Center for Good Grief. Uh, one of the big yeah. deals you guys are working on is a, a six-week grief support group all about spouse loss. So tell me why this is something you guys are targeting right now. Right. You know, one one demographic that we see so often in our center are those of all ages, really, who have experienced the loss of a spouse. So we always try to do at least a few of these groups a year. And um, we are hosting one of these six-week groups. So it goes on once a week for six weeks. 
in August and September. So our first meeting is going to be on August the 18th. And um, that is going to be at 1030 in the morning. If anyone is interested in joining this group, all you have to do is give us a call on our um, office number, which is 870-936-7719. And, um, you know, once we talk with you and, and hear a little bit about you, we can get you signed up for this group. We have just a few spots left here. Um, but we'll also be having another just general grief group starting in October. So there are other opportunities for these grief groups. But what we find is that people really um, like to connect with others who have experienced the same type of loss. There's so much understanding and validation there that um, unless you've been in those shoes, you can't truly understand. So that's why we host these groups. Well, I think, too, as you look at grief, uh, nobody's grief is always going to look the same. But grief also mm-hmm. doesn't have like a timetable. It's not like you grieve right. for a minute and it goes away. Uh, Anna Painter's mm-hmm. people out there who have probably suffered loss that have tried to kind of pack that away and they haven't ever dealt with that. Yeah. And this could be lost from 10 years ago, 20 years ago, mm-hmm. 30, 40 years ago. And you guys are helping people on that journey. Yes, we are. That's what we tell people all the time. There's no expiration date to grief. And so there's no shame at all in calling if it's been several years since your loss, because we realize that that loss stays with you and that grief stays with you. And that's a natural part of it. And so even if it's been several years and you find, ooh, it's hurting it again mm-hmm. uh, significantly, then give us a call because um, our counselors are trained just to walk beside you and be a listening ear for that. It's the NEA Baptist Center for Good Grief. And Anna Page, where can people get more information if they need to reach out or they have something on their mind? and they want to talk to you all, where can they find you? Yes. So if you are interested in learning more, we have a Facebook page, the NEA Baptist Center for Good Grief. We also have a website, the Baptist um, Centers for Good Grief. And you can also just give us a call. We always love a phone call. We can give information so easily that way. So just call us at 870-936-7719. It's Anna Page Umhafer from the NEA Baptist Center for Good Grief. Great job this morning, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon, okay? All right. Thank you so much. I'll have a good day. You too. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. We're joined in studio this morning by the executive director of the Impact Club, Dustin Kellums joins us in studio this morning. Welcome back to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Good morning, y'all. How are you doing this morning? I'm good. Family good? Oh, yeah. Everybody's good. Mother-in-law Henri? Always. <laughs> Brandon Baxter. Well, uh, no, I'm just asking. <clears throat> I hope she's listening. I oh, love yeah. you, Don. No, if we love Don. If she is, we're both in trouble. Oh. <laughs> hey, so we talked to you a couple weeks ago about the Impact Club, and the idea behind this is uh, we've heard about NIL and college athletics, mm-hmm. and we're trying to figure it out. There's a lot of people in Northeast Arkansas who still don't understand why this is a deal because we've never had to recruit and pay college players before. But as a quick, as a quick a little synopsis, uh, for people who don't know what the Impact Club is raising money for, how would you earmark that? Yeah, so the Impact Club, it is a nonprofit. Um, we're raising money essentially to reward our student-athletes at Arkansas State who are not only doing great on the court or on the field, but also in the classroom and out in the community. And we have some charitable things for them to be out doing to, uh, to, you know, kind of that's, that's their part of giving back. So, so essentially I think what you explained to me the last time you were in here really made it kind of hit home. This isn't uh, necessarily just like, Hey, it's a handout just to get good players. You want to make sure not only do we have good players on the court, but we have good people representing our university. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there are a few charities here in town that we're starting to work with to get these kids out helping in the community 
um, that's the biggest part of it for us. Um, these kids, I mean, we're, you know, everybody says, hey, you know, we don't like that you're paying players, this kind of thing. I mean, it's not just giving them money and letting them yeah. go rogue. Um, they, they do have things that they have to fulfill on their end, too. So Sure. So you were telling me a few minutes ago that you're very disappointed in Davey Carter for not really <laughs> contributing. He is such an idiot. Not, not Davey Carter. Brandon's an idiot. I'm not saying anything bad about Davey. All right. He does that to everybody. No, I, I know. There's a bunch of you guys who work really hard yeah. to make this happen. And I, we've had the chance. The reason I joke yeah. about Davey is we've had the chance to talk to him about why it's important. And, and like for everybody who's a part of the Impact Club, there's a different reason that this is important. But really for Northeast Arkansas, Arkansas State University, our athletics teams that's the home team. Yep. You know, like for us, this is who we should support. Absolutely. You know, and I, I think we all know that when when the teams are playing well, the crowds are good. Yep. And that benefits the university. And let's face it. I mean, Arkansas State University is the thing in northeast Arkansas that keeps things going, yep. moving forward. So that's what we're looking at doing. Well, there's two times in the business year, it seems like, right? There's a time when school is in and there's summer. And it seems like all business is kind of like in summer, they're like, man, I can't wait until the college kids are back. I can't wait until people mm-hmm. are back on campus. The economic impact of Arkansas State and the students is huge. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the more butts that are in the seats at Arkansas State games, mm-hmm. the better the businesses around town are doing. Yep. Uh, the more kids that are going to want to enroll at Arkansas mm-hmm. State. I mean, athletics plays a huge part in enrollment, too. I think people forget that. So why is this something, as a, as the executive director, again, an unpaid position, you're just here to help why is this something that you feel you want to give your time to? Because you're busy, you have a family, you have a mother-in-law, all that different. <laughs> She's already texted me. I just looked at my phone. <laughs> all that different stuff. Yeah. No, but like you have a lot of stuff going on in life, right? And, and kind of at the age that we are, it's busy. Why are you wanting to work so hard to raise money for Arkansas State? Like, why is this something you're so passionate about? Man, I, I grew up going to the games with my dad, my mom, my brothers. I mean, it, it's been something my entire life that this has just been my school, yeah. you know, went to school there. Um, but really at the end of it, I mean, I'm thinking, I'm thinking big picture. The better Arkansas State athletics is, the the more Jonesboro and Northeast Arkansas is going to thrive. So that's where I look at it. Um or that's how I look at it. But let's face it, too, it's a lot of fun to go to games when sure. we're winning. You know? Oh, yeah. So when we look at this and we look at the Impact Club, I think a lot of people have the misconception that you have to be a very big donor. Like you have mm-hmm. to be somebody who's giving $500,000, $20,000, $10,000, $5,000. deal is it's nowhere near like that. Yes, we do want those people. We want people who can mm-hmm. get big. But we also just want people who want to help however they can. Oh, yeah. I mean, hey, we we have on our website, you can give 10 bucks a month if you want. You can give $10 one time if you want. Um, You know, any giving level, uh, you know, we'll take. Um, You're right. There is a misconception about that. Also, people that give are going to have access to exclusive apparel, events, interaction with players and coaches. It's a cool thing. Um, that we're we're really just kind of getting it started, but it's going to be really great. So, did I hear that you guys did an event at Coach Butch Jones's home? Like you opened the doors to his house? Oh yeah, yeah, it was really cool. So, people that are donors, uh, we had an event at Coach's house. It was great. We we had probably a hundred people there. Um, came out. Coach Jones was gracious enough. He and his co- he and his wife Barb opened up the doors of the house. I mean, literally, he was walking people through, giving them tours, showing trophies, and it's cool. It, it was mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Did you go through any of his closets or his drawers when he wasn't around? Brandon, you're so weird. No, and I'm going to tell Dustin, Actually, this is it. Did you? 
Well, he has a really cool shoe collection. That's I what I was going to say. Yeah. I was going to ask, so yes. I spent about 30 minutes in there, and I've, <laughs> I've kind of turned into a shoe guy over the past couple of years. So I was, yep. it, it was cool. So we were there, and my wife was looking for a place to tuck her purse, right? Because it was another big event that we were a part of. And she was like, I'll just, I'll just put it in here. She opened this closet, and we opened it up, and there's like 100 pairs of shoes at the end of the closet. There's like a butch oh, yeah. shoe closet. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. And oh, then wow. the room down from it, he like. Look like no one had hung out in for a long time, but there's like Peyton Manning signed jerseys yeah. and stuff. I'm like, this stuff's just like laying around. It's yeah, cool, it was awesome. Right? <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, we talk about A-State football and Coach Butch Jones. Of course, you can give to uh, football through the Impact Club. But one of the deals you all just now announced is, is a brand new deal, a first time ever. It's called For the Players Classic. It's a golf tournament for the Players Classic to benefit A-State men's basketball. Tell me about this. Yeah, so this is something that Coach Hodgson really dreamed up on his own. Um, he has a buddy from their coaching days that has started his own company coordinating these golf tournaments. He's doing it all over the country, and it's all for NIL collectives. Um, so been working with Jake is his name and coach. Um, we're getting this thing put together. It's the it's a great time for it. It's the Friday, the day before the Memphis football home game. Ooh, okay? nice, yeah. So a lot of people in town for that, obviously. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're having a four-man scramble at Jonesboro Country Club on Friday morning. Um, yeah, 22 teams is all we're limiting it to. Okay, so there's going to be 22 teams. We've sold six already. That's great. Uh, it's it's going to be great. Hey, but I was looking through some of the stuff that you guys are promising. Yeah. <clears throat> and, Dustin, some of the stuff that you're doing is like it's like a jacked-up golf tournament. Like it's bigger than a lot of golf tournaments mm-hmm. because a lot of people think, hey, we're going to throw some golf together. And we know people want to golf. They want to golf on a Friday so they can get out of work early. But you guys are doing some really neat stuff as a part of this tournament. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're doing a lot of neat stuff. Um, all the players, the entire coaching staff, too, will be out there for the entire event. So we'll have some of the kids out, you know, playing holes with, with yeah. uh, teams, doing that kind of stuff. Um, we'll have 18 holes. Then we're going to let everybody kind of go home, do their thing, freshen up, come back out. We're going to have a party that night with a lot of cool, like, silent auction gifts. Uh, we're going to have a band out there. So it's going to be it's going to be a party. So as I go through the list here, this description I saw, what's included 18 holes at Jonesboro Country Club? You tell me if this is all right. A custom Scotty Cameron putter yep. with an engraved Red Wolves logo on it. Yes. Yeah, and that's uh, that's not a cheap gift there. I mean, it retail over $400 on those putters. So, And this is for the people who play. Yeah, anybody that plays gets that. Yeti products. Yep. There's gifts from Delta Blue Jeans. Yep. Autographs. There's players and coach interaction, food, drinks, the reception. Like, this is going to be wow. a really fun Friday. Yeah, it's going to be a great Friday. And, you know, the goal is for everyone to have a great Friday. Let's have some good weather, too. Get out there, have a great time, have a nice party that evening, and the next day beat Memphis. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. So tell me your experience with Coach Hodson, because, honestly, I've had the chance to interact with him briefly twice. Once was on stage or, or on the field, not on stage, on the field on camera. So it was very like, hey, we're on camera, let's do our thing, and then he had to go do something else. I met him briefly at the radio station, but your interaction with him is probably a lot more. Uh, so far, the vibe is, and from everything I've heard, is this guy's recruiting, and he is ready to win for Arkansas State. He is, and he's probably going to get mad at me for saying this, but they are about to win a lot of games. I mean, I'm just telling you. On paper, the team is incredible. Um, and like you said, this guy, he's he's getting after it. He yep. and his staff, they're recruiting – and they're recruiting good kids, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's kind of what he was known for, is yeah. like you're never going to believe the quality of player that we're going to get here because this guy's so good at what he does. Oh, yeah. Um, there was an article that came came out like two days ago, Big 12 and SEC coaches talking about people they do not want to recruit against. Right. And he was mentioned twice. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, really I mean, he's doing a great job. Um, 
Yeah, just excited. I mean, people listening, I'm sure we all remember back late 90s, early 2000s, these teams we had here and the fans that would pack into the arena. I think we're going to see that again. Um, I just want everybody to get excited about it because they are going to put a good product out. No pressure, right? No pressure on the coach. Coach, yeah. (laughs) Sorry, man. (laughs) So again, it's the for the players classic to benefit a state men's basketball. It's going to happen at the Jonesboro Country Club on Friday, September the eighth. Dustin, if people want to go ahead and get signed up for it, if they want to be a part of it, how can they go about doing that? Because we know there's only a limited number of spaces. Yeah. So right now we have sixteen teams left. Like I said, we've sold we've sold six. We are still looking for a title sponsor. Um, a beverage sponsor, and then we have whole sponsors too. Awesome. Anybody that wants to get uh, involved, you, I would say go to our Facebook page is the best way to get signed up. Uh, we have a link there for registration. Or if you have questions, call me. Uh, my cell phone number is 870-761-7850. It's the Impact Club raising money for the NIL for Arkansas State University and the student-athletes. And the executive director of the Impact Club, Dustin Kellums, joins us in studio this morning. Good to see you again. Good to see you all. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. So we're joined this morning by the man you need. He is Dr. Kevin Reed. He is man's best friend. He is our best friend. And he is the veterinarian of choice of Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. It's Dr. Kevin Reed from Vet Care. What's up, man? How are you this morning? Doing good. Just uh, saw a little more rain just now, and Mike, we didn't have enough last night. Oh, that's crazy. Hey, I sent Kevin a text, Kelly. I haven't had the chance to to send this to you, but you know how I bother Dr. Spites with any of my personal issues? Yes. Uh, For Kevin, if there's ever an animal issue, he Mm. gets a text. And our neighborhood cat, Kevin, has that red nose. What's going on with that nose? saw that and i you know one thing we do see in some cats especially on their nose where they don't have much hair up there they can actually have a mosquito bite hypersensitivity you know where mosquitoes bite them um you know sometimes it's hard for a mosquito to get through real dense hair coat but Mm -hmm. like on the inside of their ears uh right on top of their nose you know or right at the the uh, pink part of the nose uh, where they don't have any hair, but I've seen some uh, what I assumed and seeing pictures of what's called mosquito bite hypersensitivity. Oh. The other thing is sometimes these cats will rub, you know, rub their nose on something and just kind of abrade it. Mm-hmm. So I think I told you just try to put some triple antibiotic ointment on there, just kind of it'll kind of protect it and you know prevent a superficial infection there. So, Kevin, may I ask you one more thing? How in the world are you supposed to get triple antibiotic ointment on a cat's nose? Because cats yep. don't like you rubbing their noses. <laughs> Especially if it's irritated like that. You know, you may have to kind of wrap it up, kind of cocoon it or make a burrito oh. with a towel and just have its head sticking out. Of course, a cat's pretty good. They can lick the top of their nose with that tongue, but... Uh, just, you know, it's in a kind of a petrolatum mineral oil base. And so that, that would be kind of soothing to it and kind of protective. So, but yeah, a lot of times if, if it's irritating, you're trying to put something on, they don't want it, but just wrap them up in a big towel, leave nothing exposed, but their head and, uh, you know, try to immobilize them and put a little on there like that. It's actually pretty brilliant because <clears throat> I would have never considered doing that. That like that makes a ton of sense. But as as Leslie was trying to do that, I was out there. She's like, uh, "Hold the cat." I'm like, "I'm not going to hold that cat. This is the neighborhood cat. You think that cat wants that cat wants to be held while we rub its nose? Crazy." Wow. But that makes sense. Uh, so, Wet Nose Wednesday. What do you have for us today? What have you brought to the show this morning? Well, 
Well, this is pretty timely because it just happened a few minutes ago. It happened last Wednesday, right before noon. And I was just getting ready to leave, and uh, a client presented a cat that uh, that has been trying to urinate for a day, and it couldn't. A male cat, and it just emphasized to me that I need to mention how much of a true potential emergency that is. Uh, and then just not probably right before I started talking to you, a client dropped off a cat and said it couldn't urinate. Well, I got it out to check it, and uh, there was urine in the carrier, and I was able to manually express the bladder and get some urine out, but it was very bloody. So, you know, feline male, especially a male cat, urethral obstruction, it's a treatable emergency, and it can have a survival rate higher than 90% if we can get to them early enough. Mm-hmm. Uh this cat that I saw last week was getting pretty critical. Um, what happens when they usually it could be a little stone that blocks the urethra, and the, and the problem is the anatomy of a male cat's urethra is very narrow, probably the size a little smaller than the diameter of a pencil lead. If anybody remembers using pencils, you know it's very narrow, so it doesn't take much to block that. And cats can produce a, kind of a crystalline material in their urine or even a mucus plug that'll block it. Mm-hmm. And if you feel the, you know, near the end of the urethra, and what we have to do is sedate them, um, catheterize, you do, you do a urethral catheterization, try to either back flush, if it's a stone, back flush that into the mm-hmm. urinary bladder, or you know, flush out the, the crystalline material or the plug, and then that usually opens that urethra up. Uh, and it's important, you know, we usually place an indwelling urethral catheter for one to two days just because after they have an obstruction, they get what's called a post-obstructed diuresis where that kidneys have not been able to produce much urine and all of a sudden the bladder pressure is relieved and they start producing an excessive amount. So, uh, you know, we keep that urinary catheter in there to make sure it doesn't reobstruct and we start them on fluids. This cat last week had a very elevated potassium, and that's what happens. They can't excrete potassium, which that can be life-threatening because high potassium levels can cause a real slow heart rate called a bradycardia or even cardiac arrhythmias, which can lead to lead to death. And, um, you know, this, what, what we commonly see before this happens, and probably what this cat today was doing, they, you know, they have difficulty urinating, or they see the owner sees blood in the urine, or they're going small amounts frequently. They're in and out of the litter box and mm-hmm. straining, and only a few drops come out. And that's when it can, one thing you can do if you have a male cat and you see that is just take your hand and underneath the abdomen, right in front of their back legs, kind of gently press up and like you're cupping the the abdomen. And if you feel something that's firm, like a tennis ball, or baseball size, and they can be that big, you know, that's a true emergency. Uh, the, the delayed systemic signs, if that goes on for a day or more, that they lose their appetite, they vomit, and even to the point of collapse. And I've had cats come in that were just pretty much comatose just because of the, you know, the buildup of the waste products in the bloodstream and the um, high potassium level. So, you know, what we try to do is, like I said, immediately decompress that bladder Get them on some IV fluids, you know, treat any other secondary things that may occur from it. And um, it's a very, very common problem in, in male cats. There's one study showed a reported incidence of like one and a half to nine percent. So when you 
think maybe one out of ten male cats will have this sometime in their life. That's a pretty common mm-hmm. common issue, and um, you know it is it is uh, does can have a good outcome if the um, you know if we get an early intervention and, and treat them aggressively. But uh, you know I've got um, taken in cats before that were just you know like I said the ones that were near comatose condition. Uh, it's sometimes they they don't have a good outcome because they're already they either go into uh, chronic renal failure due to the acute renal failure causing uh, irreversible damage to the kidneys uh, or the um, hyperkalemia, which is a high potassium level in their bloodstream, and um, which causes a secondary heart problem. So um, it's important, you know, if you've got a male cat, it just sometimes when they're relaxed, just palpate their abdomen, like I said, right in front of their back legs, kind of see what it feels like when they're normal. It ought to feel kind of soft and doughy. You might feel the bladder maybe the size of an egg, you know, which is kind of a normal amount of urine in there. But, uh, you know, get used to what it feels like because just because of the high incidence that this can occur in male cats, you know, you may experience it sometime in their life, in their lifetime. And, you know, it's important to kind of know what the normal feels like. But I, I do recommend to my clients, if you even suspect your cat is having, you know, not urinating properly, you know, don't at least err on the side of caution and get it in and get it examined. There you go. Great advice right there from the man you need. He is Dr. Kevin Reed. He is man's best friend. He is our best friend. And he is the veterinarian of choice of Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. It's Dr. Kevin Reed from Vet Care on Parker Road in Jonesboro. You can find out more at vet-care.com and on Facebook when you search Vet Care Jonesboro. Dr. Reed, great job this week, and we'll talk to you again next Wednesday. Hey, good talking to you. Y'all have a great week. All right, you too. Brandon Baxter in the morning. If you missed any of today's show in the K-Fine Breakfast Club, you can always check out our show in podcast form. It's available on Apple Podcasts, on Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify. All you have to do is search Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly wherever you get your podcasts. And Kelly Perry. What's on TV tonight? The three-hour special CMA Fest is on ABC tonight. Watch what happens live on Bravo with Vivica A. Fox. The 16th season finale of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. The series finale of Mayans MC. Episode 5 of Secret Invasion on Disney+. Plus, and Nancy Drew and Riverdale. All right. Hope you guys have a great day. And we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Arkansas's Morning Show.